Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's Bush and Richie with your breakfast show. Dave Berry's breakfast show, which is back properly uh, on Tuesday after the uh, bank holiday weekend. Dyson returning as well, but it's us for now. I imagine it's pretty much like we just borrowed their car. Yeah, and at the moment, it's in good nick. It's in, it's in all right, Nick. And speaking of uh, cars and driving, Richie, uh, with bated breath for a lot of us are waiting to find out how your uh, huge drive went last night. You did a late <laughs> drive down the Bournemouth. I've had a couple of big drives over this, you have, uh, this you? last fortnight, but uh, I feel fresh. It was, uh, it was a drive yesterday evening down to Bournemouth and back. Uh, uh, my daughter's getting her GCSEs uh, today, like many, many others, so she had to be uh, uh, back by school ready for this morning. But, yeah, late night drive back last night. A lot of coffee. Uh, there was something interesting about the drive that Richie did last night that involved both of us, even yes. though I was hundreds of miles away over in Leon C, uh, that we feel that we need to share not only with uh, the wider Absolute Radio audience, but the group here in the studio. And it's uh, the thing called Waze. Uh, if you've heard of a, an app called Waze, it's like a it's like a, 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 a GPS app that you use to get from A to B, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, use it as a sat-nav, but it's a community. Uh, you, can, you, can, you can add in things. You can, you can spot traffic jams yourself. Yeah. and share it with the community. We are the Waze community. Wazers, I think they call we them. We are. They're, we're called Wazers, <laughs> yeah. The weird thing is, when you use it, you, you'll you be driving along. And you, uh, When I first started using it, there was these little little things popping up. They look like little creatures. They and do. I, I thought it was Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's other people using the app. There are other Wazers. You get an email every week telling you how many other Wazers have been helped by your things that you've put onto the map, which is great. So it's great. It's like on the on the cutting edge of kind of like uh, tech for this kind of thing. Uh, now, when I did a trip <laughs> the weekend just gone uh, down to Devon, I noticed with the app for the first time there was a button that said share your journey. And yeah. I was like, what's all that about? So when I knew Richie uh, yesterday was going down to Bournemouth, I just said to him, as we as we were parting company at the end of the show yesterday, uh, if you're going to you get in the car and you're about to head down to Bournemouth, just hit the share your journey button and let's see what happens. And uh, last night... Uh, what Richie was up to with his drive exceeded the excitement of the TV show that I was watching. <laughs> I actually shared my journey with Bush. So last night, you're watching TV, but he's able to completely monitor all the way from Bournemouth back to Hertfordshire my journey. Were well, like you watching this, something really boring? I, I was. It was quite boring, yeah. <laughs> but still, I now think that uh, Richie's thing would be you know, if you can if you can kind of have an insight into someone else's daily life. It was like The Sims. It was like Richie's life was The Sims for me, and I, I felt like I was kind of slightly controlling it. I could see your ETA. I could yeah. see whether you'd stopped at a service station or anything. For me, it was great. I felt like uh, I felt like it was some kind of. Um, uh, air traffic control, but for, yeah. uh, for cars, I felt like there's so bushes watching over me. I, I was. You know? If 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 I came off the road or something or other, you'd have known. If you were stuck in traffic, you'd have known that I was there for you. <laughs> Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. And if any of your messages get read out today or you join us on the phone, you will win a Google Home Mini, a little help at home the Google way. Something to remember. So uh, we'll fire one off to uh, Matt and Guy in their van who have oh, just yeah? texted saying, we have literally just used the Waze app that you have been talking about. Uh, the primitive old school sat-nav in our van has just tried taking us over the Hammersmith Bridge, which I believe at the moment is shut. That's not good, is it? No, it's it's weird, isn't it? That bit of old tech, you know, plug in uh, a sat-nav that you stick to the window and then into the cigarette lighter yeah. in your car. It's just like something from, like, the 1940s now, isn't but it? But at the time, you thought it was it's amazing. Like, wow, how does yeah. it even know? Yeah. Uh, we're talking about the fact that uh, Richie drove to Bournemouth last night and there's a button on this app called Waze where you can share your journey. And I was sat at home with a cup of tea watching Richie drive around. It was like The Sims. Did you notice how my journey, my ETA, slipped four minutes? Yeah, there was. There was. A, oh, I'd called it a discrepancy. <laughs> for some reason, you suddenly were, were, were quite far back for some reason. <laughs> I, I don't so know why. What happened? What, did you, what were you doing? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hit a single traffic jam all the way back. I do believe, though, there's a bit of a market at the moment with, with how hectic everyone's lives are. For uh, There's something kind of calming in watching other people do mundane stuff. Yes. Uh, the, one of my favourite comedians of all time is a Scottish comedian, a guy from Glasgow, called Limmy and every night he streams this thing of him on his computer at home playing Euro Truck Simulator 2 <laughs> and he gets thousands of people and I, does I, it? I, I sat there watching wow. it he just drives around places like Latvia delivering 
pretend goods in yeah. his pretend truck. And there's something incredibly calming about it. Hey, well, I've got my, my train simulator on my Xbox. Yes. I would happily, for the good of home time, when we're back next week, <laughs> get home just after the show finishes at 7 o'clock and stream me driving to Reading. I, honestly, please share that journey. <laughs> share that journey. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Not just two radio presenters doing a show together, but two road nerds who last night were wazing each other. <laughs> That's right, Richie. Let me clarify what that term is. <laughs> uh, it's illegal in some countries. Uh, Chapman Gordon says, Morning, guys. I think I need to get the app for the wife and keep an eye on her so I know what time to leave the pub and walk oh. over. <laughs> Uh, and we've got Charlie on the line. Uh, Charlie does something very special on the app for his friends. Charlie, what do you do? So if you go in the settings and then you go down to record your own message, so when he comes up at around about the third exit, you record your own message and you can share your recordings to your friends. <laughs> <laughs> so your friends could be driving around and then you, Charlie, could be telling them to take the second exit from the roundabout. So what could I do with Bush then, for example, on that? Because I don't have that many friends that I can share stuff with. So could I, like, drive over the Dartford Bridge on Saturday and record, like, a little bit whilst I'm going over the top saying, hey, don't look down, you know, it's really big or whatever. Little travel gags. Not that that would be very funny. <laughs> so it's just the, the instructions. So when it's a 300 yards turn right... It's a set of words that you have to record, but you can record your own message over it. Actually, it'll be a little bit like when we were on the chip shop tour and you had to keep telling me that I wasn't in gear. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, we're going to give you a Google Home Mini. Thank you very much. Thanks, Charlie. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Every text and tweet and phone call that gets played out or read out on this show uh, wins the person who did it, uh, a Google Home Mini. And some people are abusing this a little bit. <laughs> Stu Wilson says, in a blatant attempt to get a Google Home Mini, I just want to say that my cousin wears a top hat. On this occasion, we will give him <laughs> a Google Home Mini, but that's not how we're playing this. No, 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 but I do fear that you've just encouraged them. I, I kind of like encouraging them. Let's stoke it up a little bit and, uh, and really kind of go for it on tomorrow's show. Uh, Darren in Romford is, is getting a Google Home Mini for the right reasons. He says, Bush, Richie, I have the Waze app that you have been talking about. I've recorded my grandchildren saying the instructions. It's funny and cute at the same time. I quite yeah. like that because what I could do is actually get my, my kids to do the instructions, and then they might talk to me whilst I'm in the car. It would be class, technically, as having a bit of chat with yeah, your kids, Yeah, because these it? days it's quite a quiet journey when they're just sat there on tablets and phones. So I, I actually just, have them talking via a, a sat-nav. Great idea. I don't know if I'd want to try and get uh, the advice on what junction to get off at on the M25 <laughs> from a 12-year-old. <laughs> but there true. you go. That's just how it works. <laughs> this one here, I love this. Uh, Johnny from Keeley says, Guys, how about a Waze game of I Spy? The app could use voice recognition, and when the correct word is spoken out loud, it pings that it's then your turn. Like that. Love it. Uh, now, Bush and I were talking about the fact that we shared my journey with each other last night, so he was able to uh, monitor my journey back from Bournemouth. Andrea, you also do a little bit of uh, journey sharing. What's going on? Uh, my daughter's at university in Manchester. Mm -hmm. So every now and again I go to pick her up, when she, usually when she's got like a shed load of stuff that she wants fetching back and can't bring back on the train. Um, but she doesn't like me knocking on the door when I get there because apparently um, it freaks her out and it's horrifically embarrassing. Oh, um, so she doesn't want you to knock on the door at the student like union or student un accommodation? Yeah, yeah, because then all the housemates might come and have a look, see who's at the door. So how are you getting around it? <laughs> <laughs> so I share my trip progress with her so she can actually see exactly where I am. And she can be at the door waiting for me when I get there, so I haven't had to knock. You see, this is this wow. is this is great, but this is also somewhat sad. I mean, I, I think there's really lovely, lovely reasons why you can like share a trip with someone, but I don't think it's to save the embarrassment of your mates seeing your parents. Imagine, imagine, imagine going to the lengths of uh, having a digital map of where you are because you didn't want someone to actually physically be seen in, you know, chatting to you. <laughs> Andrea, you need a Google Home Mini. You definitely need that. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Absolute 
Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Texas, which Suzanne has just done, says, Bush, Richie, I've just seen an RV on the Seven Bridge with old codgers living the dream in big letters across the back. <laughs> Thought it was maybe something for Bush. Oh. Do you remember? So let's, 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 let's go back to Monday's show. Ripple, 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 dream sequence. We started talking about things you've got your eye on and you said that you've got your eye on getting an RV. I really would love to rent an RV. Haven't done anything about it yet. I've walked past the shop a couple of times, but uh, as of yet, no update on that from me. Even though Suzanne's saying she's seen one with old codgers living the dream on the back, you still want it? If old codgers can do it, I can do it. <laughs> I'd, I'd be up for that, man. That'd be great. An update on uh, on what we've got our eyes on. So you're still looking for the RV. Still searching. Do you remember I was saying that I've got my eyes on the new trains <laughs> that are arriving on my train route soon? They've got these stickers on the side saying yeah. um, new trains coming, 2019. Gary is a train driver and has texted saying, I've been catching up. I've heard about Mr Firth lamenting about the state of the 40-year-old Class 317s. The Class 317s. And now he's looking forward to the new Bombardier 710 on the Hartford East Branch. He goes on, basically, they're delayed. It's not happening. Oh, so it's been pushed back even further. Yeah. So our dreams are a little bit further away. Uh, Emma, if you remember during that particular chat on the show uh, about stuff you got your eye on, you said this. I need some new car mats. Hey, that's um, exciting! Which is something I've never bought before, so I've spent a long time looking at photos online and <laughs> researching them, trying to find the right fit. <laughs> My car's 14 years old, wow. so I'm having trouble wow. finding right car mats. Can Vintage. I use a baseball phrase? I would say this particular topic is right in Richie Firth's wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I reckon we'll have you some car mats by the end of the week. All right. Even if I have to cut them down for you. There you go. So, we've been looking up uh, for car mats for Robin Reliance, this 14-year-old car. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Ford Fiesta. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, look to your left, Emma Jones, because... <gasps> <laughs> tell us... Oh, excellent! Tell us what you have. I have some new car mats. I'll have to sell these ones because I've already bought my... No, I haven't really. Oh, yeah. I actually haven't got round to getting them, so this is amazing. You received them from producer Nick in, in a kind of plastic carrier bag, the way that someone would receive a bouquet of flowers after like <laughs> 15 years on the job. Don't like I've just won an Olympic medal. You do? Well done. How got, do you feel? I mean, they're, they're amazing. They've got a lovely blue trim on them. We didn't know what colour your car was, but we thought blue was a safe trip. Well, it's silver. It goes with everything. Oh, perfect. There uh, we go. One of the reasons we've done this as well is that, if you remember, uh, the final week of home time, Richie and I ate all the biscuits and didn't really leave you any. That was quite bad, I thought. We felt bad about that. Yeah, well, you left me a niece biscuit, which is... is uh... The worst of all yeah. the ones worst in the variety ones. pack, yeah. yeah. And he didn't get to go to LA, so we thought, do you know what, at least we can just do a little oh, thing. Oh, guys, this is... Does that make up for LA? Day. Thank you. Mate, I think you need to press play. I think she's about to cry. <laughs> oh, she's well enough, she's well enough. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, in a couple of minutes, we're about to post up on Twitter at Absolute Radio the photo of Richie and I handing over the car mats to uh, Emma Jones. She's, she's only just managed to calm herself down after properly welling up, got uh, completely overcome with emotion. Uh, before we tweet it, we're just going to say, just behave yourselves. Otherwise, pictures will stop happening. Yeah, all right? You know you know who you are. Just behave yourselves. OK, okay? thank you. There you go. Text message just come in. Did Emma just say, niece biscuit? Surely it's nice, unless she is part French. Yeah. I always nice. thought it was, um, was niece. Is it nice? I don't think they are nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a dad but I, I, think I think they are. <laughs> I think it is nice biscuits. I, um, I think we need to put this to a Twitter poll. Do you, do you say... Nestles or Nestle? Well, how would you go with that? <laughs> Nestle and Nike, not Nike. OK, just so we all know where we stand. Okay. Uh, right now at absoluteradio.co.uk, we've got loads of Google Home Minis to be won. It's the smart speaker that gives you hands-free help around the house. Uh, I nearly became the earliest user in the morning of uh, a Google Home Mini at quarter past two this morning. Uh-oh. Uh, did you know you, could, you, you can say to it, hey, Google, play lullabies or songs? Uh, to get the kids uh, to sleep. I oh, really? Quarter past two, wake up. That's oh. not what you need when you're getting up at four o'clock, is it? I wonder what it picks, what song it picks. Because I always take the mickey out of my mum. My mum's really good at getting our daughter to sleep. But she sings a, um, I always call them Nana I Diddly I songs. <laughs> 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 well, I'm going to try those. it at the conventional bedtime of seven o'clock tonight, so I will report back. 
Primetime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. First of all, right, we warned you, we, we, we warned you that we were going to put a photo up of Richie and I presenting Emma with her car mat, and we just said, behave yourselves, all right? And already, within four minutes of the photo going up, Richie's in a gimp mask, and I've got my face on Emma's face, and Emma's face is on my face, and you appear to be holding, uh, I don't know what that is, a giant biscuit? Yep. Uh, and then Anthony Brown has uh, superimposed uh, Tom Selleck's face over Richie, clearly having a pop about your shirt. Purely because I'm wearing some kind of Hawaiian shirt. There's been people saying I look like uh, Darts Master Wayne Hawaii Five O uh, Mardell. It's just look. We, we warned you. Stop it. If you keep playing like this, we'll just not post photos. Is that what you want? We'll take our ball and we'll go home. Uh, let's start off by yes. clarifying the name of the biscuit, uh, oh, first of all. Yeah. Is it nice? Is it nice? Emma suggested a Twitter poll. Rory's closed it down straight away, saying, uh, Nice biscuits are named after the French city they originated from. No need for a poll. Yes. She's However, right. as Matt in Hertfordshire says, no matter what they're called, they're still rubbish. And a lot of you are trying to... Well, I think, let's, let's put it this way, try to save the Nice biscuit. Because, obviously, this all started because we left it in a selection box for Emma, and it was the last one. It's always the last one in the box, isn't yeah. it, the Nice Biscuit? Uh, so, uh, people like Andy in uh, Woking are hanging on to uh, speak to us about this. Andy, how do you save a Nice Biscuit? How do you make it better? I dip it in smooth peanut butter. <laughs> you put peanut butter on top of the Nice Biscuit to make it better. Yes, and a nice mature English cheese goes with it as well. Oh, Andy, getting excited there about this. Are you sure right. about the cheese, though? There's, there's a coating of sugar on top of the Nice Biscuit. Does that, that surely doesn't go very well with cheese. Well, I think it's coconut, it's isn't sweet, it? It's sweet and savoury. You know, it's the mix of sweet and savoury. I've not lived, have I, till I tried it. Is that right, Andy? Listen, Bush, you've not lived till you tried this. You've got to go out, get some Nice Biscuits, get a nice mature cheddar cheese and just sit there and munch up. <laughs> thank you Andy uh, we're going to send a Google Home Mini your way great thank you the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie Absolute Radio there's, a te- there's so much going on this morning right okay there's a, there's a message that has just come in um, we can't read it out we'd, we'd, we'd lose our jobs it's fantastic though we're waiting ourselves laughing <laughs> I think we'd get away with it on the podcast. Can we stick it in as like a as a podcast extra? Yeah, put it in as a podcast extra. Extra, download it, have a little listen, and then you'll be in the know. But if you're, um, it's it's regarding biscuits um, and excitement and bits and bobs. If you're, if you're. Text message. If your phone number ends in triple four, uh, you've got a Google Home Mini coming your way. Little help at home, the Google way. All right, that's going to happen. Uh, Mike in London says I feel fil- filthy after that last call. I was just <laughs> suggesting putting peanut butter on top of a nice biscuit. What we're trying to do is this: we are we are trying to save. Just just about holding it together today. We yeah. are trying to save the nice biscuit. It's been pointed out to us that it is always the last biscuit left in the selection box. Yeah. If it was a, a, a football match and you're picking teams, it'd be the last person left. And Andy, who we spoke to a few minutes ago, was yeah. was was very almost evangelical about. Um, he was getting right into it. <laughs> he was getting right into it, and we all enjoyed that. So uh, uh, keep them coming. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. We now interrupt this podcast for a podcast extra. <laughs> so here's the text that we couldn't read out on air. Uh, we're being over- overly sensitive, maybe. There's, ch- there's children listening. It's early in the morning, okay? Yeah, so I think we're doing the right thing. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the text uh, from the number that finished 444 said, I think Andy on the phone's having a soggy biscuit. <laughs> now, that takes me straight back to my school days. <laughs> the legend that is soggy biscuit. <laughs> Uh, if you're having your breakfast whilst listening to this, oh, we apologise. But we'd like dear. to be up front with you with what we get in from the audience. We're back on Home Time on Tuesday. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, but as Paul says here on his text message, I don't know about saving the niece biscuit this morning. You guys need help saving the breakfast show. You're like the supply teacher who has lost control of the class. It is. I feel like you lot are like, you know, like, you know when you've got a trouble class? Like yeah. 1B. 1B are a nightmare. <laughs> That's what this lot are. We weren't intending to talk for 25 minutes about niece biscuits this morning. We had other plans. We're just trying to save them. It does seem 
seem that they are the least popular of all the biscuits. Is there anything we can do to enhance them? It's not that everyone doesn't like them. Stu and Marlow says, Nice biscuits are one of the best biscuits ever. Uh, crossing them with peanut butter would destroy them forever. Uh, Eddie and Luton says, Make them lager-flavoured with a chocolate topping. I'm not so <laughs> sure about that, Eddie. I think you just... Yeah, just 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 go in with something. There. I think that's uh, like a bit of the uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory that was cut out of the final book and fo- uh, movie. Uh, I like to put a cube of chocolate and marshmallow between two Nice biscuits and then put them in the microwave. Getting that's somewhere awesome. there. We're getting somewhere there. Uh, which is nice. Uh, we've got Kev on the line. Uh, Kev, how do you improve uh, a Nice biscuit? Put jam on it. Goes brilliant with it. Jam, like normal red jam yeah, spread on top. jam. Do you know what? It's a good job you've said this, Kev, because uh, we had a bloke called Ken get in touch earlier, and I thought this was quite tragic. He texted to say that his mum made niece biscuits with jam for his packed lunch. There was nothing else in the fridge. (laughs) And I was going to laugh at him, but now you've suggested it as well. There's something in this. Do you you used to do this as a kid, or do you still do this now as an adult? I still do it now. (laughs) Okay, and do you get any stick from anyone in the house? Like, like, Dad, what are you doing? That's disgusting, or you're allowed to just get on with it? No, I'd have to get on with it because I live on my own. <laughs> Fair enough. You've got no one to bother you about spreading stuff on biscuits. Exactly. <laughs> Utopia. No, exactly. <laughs> Kev, you're getting a Google O Mini. You need some help at home the Google way. Oh, we're going to get to half seven, then we're knocking the Nice Biscuit chat on the head, OK? <laughs> this is the last bit here. Uh, Tristan the Spark from Belfast says, when I was a kid, I used to brush the sugar and coconut off Nice Biscuits before eating them. Good idea. That's weird, though, isn't it? No, I, I, I could see myself doing that as so, a kid. Because you don't like coconut. Don't like it. So you can't, you don't ever have Nice Biscuits at no, all? No, no, no. So, fellow man had earlier on, Andy, with peanut butter on the top, remember him? Mm-hmm. Uh, would you would you do that? Would that mask over the coconut? Or you I still think it might. Just... It's a strong enough thing. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Particularly if it's crunchy. Well, listen, we'll hook you and Andy up and see what happens. <laughs> uh, please. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, Liam Wickford says, I love this show. It's like two old boys half cut in a pub, not quite sure what to chat about. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. Can we use that on a poster? It's a testimonial, isn't it? One for <laughs> damned with faint praise. Yeah, we'll put that on our LinkedIn profiles. <laughs> and Emma says, here's a question. I've just entered the draw for 50k. If you ring me in the morning to tell me that I'm the lucky winner tomorrow, do we get a Google Home Mini as well? Well, do you know what? Technically, yes. Yes, she would, because she'd be on the show. Yeah. Um, even though she'd have just won enough money to buy thousands of them. It's a very good point. You, you Although, found a loophole. <laughs> the loophole, actually, is she just won it because we've just read her text out. Oh, yeah. It's kind of the joke's on us. You're a winner anyway. All getting very, very confusing. Very confusing. Maybe I'm confused because I picked up a knock yesterday. Oh, no, what, like a sporting injury? I had a fall. You had a little bit of a fall? <laughs> <laughs> Quite an embarrassing one. Yeah. I won't name the restaurant. Some of you might guess, but you might not get it right. OK, give us but a I'm clue. I'm not going to name it. Um, what were you eating? <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream in a bowl. OK, fair okay, enough. OK, that I might just have poured myself out of a machine. Right, OK. Right? It wasn't high-end. I've got it. You've got it. You Here don't need it. to name it. But as, I, <laughs> as I'm walking back to the table with my ice cream in a bowl, I tripped uh, on a, uh, a little bit of loose flooring. Oh, no. <laughs> Fell backwards. Ice cream in a bowl, all the smarties going everywhere. I felt like such an idiot. You must have been horrified. I think if there was an accident that could just zero in on what would be a nightmare for someone, that for you must be the worst thing on this planet, that bowl scattering on the floor going well, everywhere. It was, it was almost less the pain, more the, the wasted ice cream. <laughs> just seeing the, uh, the smarties roll everywhere. Felt like I was in one of those sort of like adverts of, uh, you know, where there's a blame, there's a claim. Yeah, two kilograms of rum and raisin <laughs> yeah. hitting the floor. Yeah, you do look... You, I mean, there's a famous advert on telly that you always end up watching we, as a, someone two-thirds of the way up a stepladder falling slowly. Yes. Accident at work. Or the other one that's walking in on sort of like a really nice shiny floor and they uh, they trip up yeah, on whoop. something. Oh, oh, it's a wet floor. How did you feel? Because uh, it's quite embarrassing in terms of your pride, isn't it, when you, when you have a public fall? It's quite an embarrassing thing. And when you were, to be honest, it could have been hundreds of people, it could have been just two people. Because it was in front of the two kids, that's the worst thing. Yeah, Dad's, dad's they, fallen. You know, they remember, don't they, you know? Were you like the Hoff in his jeans, <laughs> crawling on all fours? Exactly that, yeah. Do you want my, i never forget, my Uncle Phil, our Uncle Phil, he's a very intelligent guy, he's a professor in Hispanic studies at Sheffield University, uh, but he's quite a clumsy man. I remember my mum and dad, we moved into a new house in Liverpool, and he came up the drive and he had a bag of shopping and everything, because we were going to, you know, some moving in gifts, and he tripped over and he went straight through the box part of our new glass door. <laughs> like, roll went through it with, like, a bag of shopping. Great fall. What a hell of a fall, but what, you know, what a dramatic entrance. The fantastic part of this, and once again, I'm not going to name the place, but the deal was, it was refillable. So <laughs> you even didn't. though I'd smashed <laughs> the bottle. Let's go back and get another one. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, we are loving your texts that are coming in about uh, Richie's fall in a, we're not going to name it, a restaurant no. in the United Kingdom. Uh, Dale says, so is the new movie then, Richie Has Fallen? Oh, do you know what? I should get on to me, mate, Gerard, after yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you, you were all, you know, virtually sat on his lap can during I just, the interview. Uh, can I just apologise? I've watched back... The uh, the video went up on the Absolute Radio social. I I I embarrass myself. Do you know what you, you you were like uh, you know when people used to court during <laughs> Victorian times? I, if I'd got I should have got you like a hand fan. I'm really sorry. It was it was an amazing thing to watch. Oh dear. Uh, Leslie's texted. I fell outside my house recently, lay screaming for ten minutes for help, hoping my neighbour would come. They didn't, but an old couple walked past and said, "I'll leave her. She's probably drunk." It was 9am. Turned out I fractured both bones in my wrist, only just back at work after four weeks. Oh, my God, that's awful. Being doubted. She needs some help at home, obviously, though. We'll send her a Google O Mini. Everyone's a winner. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not Hometime anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I do feel as though we're running on fumes a little bit and we're left over with the dregs. You should see the state of us. It looks like the Shackleton expedition. <laughs> And we're, we're running out of uh, stuff to talk about a little bit. Uh, but I think we've had this one phone-in idea knocking it's, around. It's bumped around for about eight days now, isn't it? And, it's, and every time we go to do it, we think, nah, 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 it's nah. <laughs> nah. We can't do that. We bottle it and we just don't do it. Now, we, we threatened it about three days ago because yep. we thought we're getting close to it, but we didn't do it. Unfortunately, we've, not, we've got not much left and it's happening today. <laughs> and it's, it's my idea... All right, I'll hold my hands up. Yeah. Of impressions of objects, all right? Not of people. It can't be an impression of a person. So it can be anything. Literally, as long as it's not a person, uh, then it would would uh, be in as an impression. We stumbled across this. Uh, I can't remember who we were talking to or why, but I demonstrated that I have a gift. It is a God-given gift that I can do an impression of a coffee machine. Uh-huh. I'll do it now. <laughs> Look of disgust from Emma Jones in the corner there. <laughs> Just the look of disgust. It wouldn't be immediately clear what it was unless you told me, I don't think. That's a good point. It's got, it's got general machinery type feel mm. about it. I've already said we're skating on thin ice here. It'd be really nice <laughs> if there was some support rather than slating the impression. Well, I mean, I've got nothing, so... I've got nothing as well. I, I, I know, and that's my paranoia. Things, I, I think feel, this one that... I feel like you're, you're hanging me out to dry. Like, neither yeah. of you actually have anything to support here. Well, it's one of those things that I think you can either do or you can't. Do you know what I mean? You're either born with the ability to do an impersonation of someone that isn't a person, or you, you just, you know... It's like rolling your tongue. It, in many ways, it is. The only person in the studio who can support me with an impression of a thing that isn't a person is our assistant producer, Nick. Hello. So, what? Nick, uh, what is the impression that you can do that isn't a person? I can do a dripping tap. Oh, God. <laughs> this is like uh, an open mic night at, like, a work <laughs> events club. Dave's back on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, Nick, please, uh, do you, do you, when do you wheel this out? Do you do this in pubs and stuff like that? Or we've had a few beers, this impression? If, if I'm bored, if you're bored. Nick, hype it up, hype it up, man. <laughs> Come on then, Nick, let's hear your dripping tap. Hey, that's not that's bad. That's really good. I pay top whack to go and see that. <laughs> that's really good, he's still going. We, we may not be getting paid at all very soon. Right. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Our boss Paul has just come in during that song and I read in between the lines, he was pretty much saying, loving what you're doing, more of this, please. <laughs> that's, the way, that's the way I took it. That's I mean, the that's way I is. took it as well. Uh, this, <laughs> this, this, this idea that we... I think we've saved it for too long. We should have done it earlier in the week. The response we've had so far, I think we should have rolled this out right on day one. Impressions of objects, OK? It's not of people, all right? We're not after your Les Dawson or anything like that um we're after impressions of people dave is hanging on let's go for it what do you do dave um i have a party pieces of cricket also uh well after you did the uh, uh coffee machine the other day i managed to uh, i gave that a little go and it was, yeah, it was pretty easy okay well let's let's start um, at the very beginning here then and then dave let's start with the cricket we'd like to hear you do an impression of a cricket okay <laughs> Dave's, it's very good. Uh, then moving on to the coffee machine, if you could, for us, Dave. <laughs> Let me just do mine back at you. Yep. <laughs> 
I'd have to say, <laughs> I thought your cricket was good. I thought your your coffee machine was disappointing. Coffee machine from Dave for me oh. sounds like a train pulling in. <laughs> Just a little bit like a train pulling. I hadn't been practicing it very long, so you know I didn't really get a chance to. Anything else in the locker it. that you want to want to put out there whilst you have the oh. the ears of the absolute radio audience? Um, a dolphin. <laughs> Go on. Okay. That's good. That's really good. It's in the same kind of file as cricket, isn't it? He's nailed that kind of noise. You say you've got more? What was that other one you just said? A whale. Might as well. (laughs) Might as well. Hang on. (laughs) Oh, no, hang on. That's not a whale, mate. (laughs) What is he doing? (laughs) Dave, we're going to send you a Google Home Mini. I mean, you really don't deserve one, but it's coming. Oh, dear. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. John's hanging on. What are you going to do for us, John? The telephone. The telephone? Yes, that's right. OK, is this telephone, is it mobile phone telephone or the old-fashioned uh, telephone no, with no. the coiled thing that we know from the olden days? The old-fashioned. Nowadays, the mobiles are all songs, okay. aren't they? So I don't do that. OK, fair enough. Take it away, John. <laughs> John, <laughs> what was the first bit? That's the door opening. You have to go. Oh, you're going into a phone box. Oh, telephone box. I, I thought you were having a stroke. <laughs> right, John, do it a second time. Now we know that now you're walking it. into a red phone box. Do it again. Now we see. Now we see. (laughs) It's uh, genius, John. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, Let's start off with Jay. What can you do, Jay? I can play the bagpipes. Well, with my voice. Okay, impression of the bagpipes. Yeah, this is quite a tough one. Are you sure you want to go for this, Jay? It's pretty tricky. I'm going to go for it. Take it away, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, we're going to get fired. (laughs) We are finished. We are finished. (laughs) He can't be stopped. But oh, we can be. Jay, how are you doing that with your voice? <laughs> how are you doing that? Oh, uh, there you go. It's a trick, can't, can't tell you all the uh, tricks. I think he's actually got his mobile phone stuck in his throat <laughs> now. After that. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. No problem. Do I get a uh, mini? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, technically, you do. <laughs> OK, look, they're stacking up. Let's go to line two. Uh, Jeff's hanging on. Jeff, what you got for us? Um, bizarrely enough, the uh, well, there's a couple. There's, there's the catchphrase buzzing in tune, if you remember that. Yeah. Which goes... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff, one more time, because that's so good. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff, very good. Are you sound like you've got someone else in the locker. You have another impression you might be able to do for us? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a can of Coke being opened and poured into a glass. See, well, let's get it on straight away. Let's go for it. Everybody wants to do that impression, don't they? So. Yeah. Do it, Jeff. Um, OK. That is really good. Wow. <laughs> Live at the Palladium at some point. We've <laughs> got talent here, I come. Google O Mini on its way to you. Oh, top man, thank you. Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, dear management, do not fire Bush and Richie for impressions of things, says Carl in Sutton Coldfield. This is the funniest thing I've heard on the radio for years. It's like watching the first few episodes of Britain's Got Talent when they audition <laughs> the idiots who've got no <laughs> natural talent or ability. I don't know whether he's talking about us. I think he probably is talking about us. <laughs> our, our boss, Paul, has come in during that last song to express his concern. <laughs> uh, so, sorry, one more here. Yeah. Uh, Sammy says, please make this a regular thing uh, on home time. I'm laughing 
like a loon. Um, for that to happen, Sammy, we've got to be allowed back onto home time next week. We don't know how that's going to It's no out. given thing. Claire says, crying with laughter at the impression of the bagpipes and getting funny looks whilst I'm walking past St Paul's Cathedral. Do you think there's going to be an internal inquiry? I'd say it's been launched already. Uh, look, we've got we've got room for one more impression. Should we go to one final caller? I've got I've got confidence. Uh, we've got Matt on the line. What are you going to do an impression of for us? Um, I've got, I can follow different dogs. You mimic dogs. Now, this is your, the billing here is quite important, Matt. You're, you're going to be our last impression on uh, on the okay. show before we head towards the no-repeat guarantee. So if it was, say, like the Reading Festival or Glastonbury, you'd be headlining the pyramid stage. Yeah. So this needs to be good. Can, we, can, we, can you assure us that this is a great impression? Well, I'm feeling the pressure a little bit now, to fair. <laughs> Matt, you've got to be confident. Just, just uh, bark with confidence. So what dog are we going to hear first? Um, not a sort of, it's sort of a yapping um, like a poodle sort of thing. <laughs> OK, I'm getting worried. Go for it. <laughs> right. OK. So that's obviously the... <laughs> that's the poodle. I'm worried. Um, what else? Um, sort of like the biggest dog sort of like... OK. Dogs. Bigger dogs, right? Bigger okay. dogs, right, yeah. Go. <laughs> no. That's sounds a lot like a poodle. <laughs> no, it's not like a poodle. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, do the bigger dog again. That is exactly the same as the poodle. Come on, Matt. Okay, I've got one final request. Can you do the bigger dog barking at the little dog? They're barking at each other. Go. <laughs> Matt, can I ask what you do as a job? What's your profession? Oh, air sales manager for a tool. All right, OK. <laughs> Who do you think the boss is going to uh, stick on home time instead of us? <laughs> we are done for. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. So as we head towards the weekend, it's a time for start thinking about movies and what to watch if you want to chill out in the lounge and not do anything. And the perfect guy to give you the steer on this from Sky Cinema, it's Alex Zane. Hello, good morning, gentlemen. Good Welcome back. Have, yeah, good to have you back. Thank we, you. We didn't put you off last time after the tough test we gave you. About... No, no, no. Is Oscar back this week? Oscar is back oh, this good. week. He's well. hoping good. to go to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Second time lucky. Uh, so, Alex, let's kick things off by talking about hero movies. What is your hero movie of the day? Well, tomorrow, premiering on Sky Cinema is literally the greatest superhero movie in DC cinema history. And I mean that by the wow. amount of money they've taken at the box office. Now, DC obviously have Batman, they have Superman. Mm-hmm. Currently, the reigning champion of the DC universe at the box office is Aquaman. They did are, not know that. I would say he would be like second or third tier superhero. Right. So he's a triumph for the human spirit in many ways. He's, he's batting above his kind of average, really. He certainly is, because this is a character that talks to fish, or at least that was the joke. He's been parodied <laughs> on Family Guy, The Big Bang Theory, but no, last year when the movie came out, it's just become this phenomenon. And a lot of the money, to get technical, came from the Chinese market, which is a huge cinema market now, and they love a bit of fantasy with their superheroes. That's a real draw at this Chinese box office. And so this movie really mashes up superheroes, fantasy, old-school adventure, and obviously you've got Man Mountain Jason Momoa, who's no, no, no one's going to laugh at. <laughs> now, a as a, yeah, as a, as a Game of Thrones fan, so we've got Carl Drogo yes. here as uh, this Aquaman. He's topless again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... Honestly, I'd be topless if I had that body. <laughs> I'd be doing this right now with my T-shirt off. As it currently stands, I've got three layers on. It's hot in here. We're all covered up big time. We're all covered up big time. So is there a, is there a superhero that they've not picked yet? You think it would be the next in line to get their own action movie done, do you reckon, Alex? Well, do you know what I will say? I think what's very exciting for superhero fans, especially DC fans, is obviously they tried to mimic the Marvel Universe, do these crossover films like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It didn't quite take off in the same way, so what they're concentrating on now is standalone movies. Because whereas the Marvel movies all have to kind of look a little similar... The DC movies now, because they're not all joined together, allow directors to really imprint their own vision on them. So coming up very soon, we've got Todd Phillips' Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, a standalone Joker movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've got Matt Reeves, who did the last two Planet of the Apes movies. He's doing a Batman movie, a standalone Batman with Robert Pattinson as the Batman. And then we've got James Gunn, who obviously did Guardians of the Galaxies in the Marvel Universe. He's moved over to DC temporarily to do Suicide Squad 2, a sort of semi-reboot 
yeah. reversion sequel. So it's a very exciting place, the DC Universe right now. And, and, and where's the kind of grip from the, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies? Is the grip, are the darkness still there or, or are these a bit more like light and fun kind of still? Again, that's the most interesting thing, the fact that they can be any kind of thing because they don't have to match up because Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is unlikely to ever cross over with Robert Pattinson's Batman. They're just standalone movies. Yeah. We can have light in one, shade in the other. It's going to be a very exciting time. But surely you've got to have a Batman in a movie about the Joker. Right, well, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, we can go into that. It is an interesting one because a lot of people are very excited about this movie, and rightly so, because yeah. Joaquin Phoenix isn't the kind of guy who's going to pick a rubbish script. And Todd Phillips has formed with the Hangover movies in old school. I think he's an interesting choice for this. And yeah. I'm excited to see where it goes. But yeah, that is a good question. Can you have the Joker without Batman? So who's he going to be fighting, though? Who's he going to be up against, the Joker? Well, I think it's more a character study. People have been comparing it in the run-up to Taxi Driver, this guy who uh. basically has a really hard time in New York. He's a stand-up comedian who basically gets very disillusioned with society and goes on a rampage of some description. I don't know too much because it's been kept very close to people's chests, but it is more of a character study about this guy as opposed to a superhero film or a like supervillain film. Sounds a bit different. Thankfully, the questions aren't there for Aquaman. It's a lot, it's a little more open <laughs> shut case, this oh, particular one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's right up to your he takes more. his shirt off and Mary Poppins voices a sea demon. <laughs> so that's Aquaman. Well, there you go. You don't need to watch the film tomorrow night, folks. Uh, but you can, if you wish. Yeah, I'm you sure Strax would like you to. And indeed, that is when it's yeah. on. And also, Jason Momoa fans, he's in June. <laughs> They're remaking June uh, next year. You know, the Frank Herbert sci-fi novel. One of my favourite movies of all time. The David Lynch version. I love the David Lynch version, right. yes. But you should be excited about this because it's Denis Villeneuve who did Arrival, who did Sicario, who did Blade Runner 2049. Can they get Sting? Is Sting available? <laughs> I'd love to see Sting back in that film. It'd be great. <laughs> he was so good at he that. He was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Alex, stay there. Are you ready to uh, face the wrath of producer Adem's little nephew you Oscar to see whether he can get to the zoo well, this week. He's not. <laughs> Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Before we speak to you about uh, your film that you've picked out this yep. week, uh, the reason you're here is obviously because you bring with you this fantastic movie credibility. Something that Bush has as well, but something that I do not have in any way, shape or form. Can I ask a question about one of my favourite films, top five films? Of course. Uh, and always gets poo-pooed when I talk about it. Space Cowboys. Space Cowboys, the Clint Eastwood space drama. You're familiar with it? Oh, I'm aware of it, yes. Isn't it a great film? It's a very enjoyable film. Thank you very much. I don't know it's in anyone else's top five <laughs> list of all time, but hey, look, film is subjective, so You, you are fine. in a position to... <laughs> you're in a position to push this forward to our friends at Sky Cinema as well, to uh -huh. say, give this a run out. You know, you say Clint Eastwood immediately, people know that's a credible name. Yep. You've got Sutherland in there. Yep. This feels You've got Garner in there. It feels less like a conversation now than you twisting my arm to get Space Cowboys on repeat on TV on Tommy a daily Jones. basis. Just, just get it on the roster, Alex. It's a good, good movie. I'm, for a moment there, when you paused after Space, I thought you were going to say the Dennis Hopper movie Space Truckers <laughs> with this weird pig. It's the same ballpark. I think yeah. same ballpark. Have you, got, have you got a film that you love that is, is kind of dismissed by a lot of people, Alex, despite the fact that you are a film critic? Well, I, it's not dismissed by people because it's a great movie, but it's uh, one of those movies that people go, oh, really? That's one of your top five Smokey and the Bandits. Uh, oh, no, come on. It's great. Isn't it a shame that we don't have... I thought CBs were going to be the next big thing. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit. Everyone should have a CB in their house. Bloody internet. <laughs> no, no, the internet's ruined everything. So, Alex, um, we've got some fantastic options on Sky Cinema this coming week. What film has kind of stood out for you? Well, Space Cowboys. Space Cowboys, yeah. yeah. Space Cowboys. Is there any way of uh, just uh, ignoring <laughs> what I've prepared? I'm talking, uh, talking about Space Cowboys. Um, no, I thought we'd stick with superheroes. We were just talking about Aquaman, so I've picked uh, another opportunity to talk about one of my favourite superhero movies from last year, Deadpool 2, which is currently on Sky. I love the Deadpool movies. I think they're very clever. They're written by the guys who wrote Zombieland and the soon-to-be-released Zombieland 2, Double Tap. Nice. So they're, um, they're really great writers, and they've got a great director for the sequel, David Leitch, who 
currently has the number one movie at the global box office in Hobbs and Shaw, so it delivers in the action stakes. But really, for honest, it's all about Ryan Reynolds. I feel really bad that I've never seen Deadpool. Have you seen Deadpool? I've seen Deadpool. I've not seen Deadpool 2. It's one of these rare occasions when I can outfilm someone. You've outfilmed me big time. It never happens. Uh, but I've not seen the second, so I'm fascinated. Would I love it? it? You would. It's very much in the same tone as the first. It's a sequel that I'd argue is as good as, if not perhaps slightly better. Wow. And like I said, wow. Ryan Reynolds is just, he's been wanting to get, he wanted to get this character off the ground for a very long time. It had a sort of ill-fated start. I don't know if you ever saw Wolverine, the X-Men Origins movie, the first Wolverine movie. He's in that as Deadpool. Is he? Right. And they do no favours to the character because the whole point of Deadpool is his mouth and his wise-ass attitude. And in that, they seal up his mouth in this weird <laughs> mutation. You're like, why have you put Deadpool <laughs> in this like this? But uh, the sequel is great. My big fear, and I do have a fear, because Disney have just bought 20th Century Fox this year, and Fox were the people releasing Deadpool, which is why it's a 15 rating in the UK, because it's rude, it's hilariously grotesque and gory. Yeah. Disney don't make superhero movies mm. like that, so the fans of Deadpool are quite worried. It's going to be sanitised, exactly. possibly. that's the problem. Well, yeah. you've be, wow. You're looking, if you're going to do a Disney, you've got to sanitise it by about two certificates, haven't you? Right. PG-13 in the well, US, or 12A in the UK, is ooh, the come most... On. Come on, Disney, Disney, we need a bit of blue. Right? We need a bit of blue. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of blue with Deadpool. Right then, Alex, are you ready to uh, decide the fate of a six-year-old child that wants to go to the zoo? After last week, uh, and I can only imagine Oscar's disappointed face. No, in fairness, Oscar stopped crying last night. So <laughs> okay. he's, he's, he's fine, fine now. Fine. Okay, Just long enough to give me these clues, huh? Six-year-old Oscar is our producer Adam's little nephew. He's going to tell you about three of his favourite films. If you can get three out of three, there's quite a few technicalities last, uh, went on last week. If you can get a full three out of three, he goes to the zoo today. Okay. Here we go. Film number one, as described by Oscar himself. A cowboy met a space ranger and they went on an exciting adventure to find their friends again. Jaws. <laughs> no, um, I thank Oscar. I don't know whether you heard last week's show when I'm going to try and make it easier. I think that's what he's done. He's a smart kid. Uh, that is Toy Story. It's Toy Story. Boom, one in the bag. Oh, worked out right. how he's going to get to the zoo, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's doing. He's working Never Alex. underestimate the manipulative power <laughs> of a child. He's inside Alex's head. Here's number two. Little people inside a girl's head got sucked out. Two people went on an adventure to get their memories back and save a girl. Well, we're two for two on a Pixar special. He that hopes. is Inside Out. It's inside out. Boom. So suddenly we find ourselves in a rather tense situation. This yep. is really tense. This yeah. is like, like the Champions League final. Actually. I'm going to get you to that zoo, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Just believe in me. Here we go. Last one. Three rodents threw a house pie and made lots of mess and the adult was not happy that it kept saying party. Wow. That's quite tricky. You can have it another time if you want, Alex. I would like that. Here we go. Three rodents threw a house pie and made lots of mess and the adult was not happy that it kept saying party. <laughs> Three rodents threw a house party and now, made lots of mess. I am willing to throw out a clue here. Richie, I appreciate that and I will take that clue because I am a little stumped. Oh, do, do you know this? I yes, I do. The answer. Yes, and I do. The answer, the final word is party, right? Not parlay, like pirates. He did, I <laughs> thought I heard parlay. I was going Pirates of the Caribbean for a moment. Allow me to parlay. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's talking about a movie franchise where the first of the films was about the best you're going to get and it got progressively worse. Mm-hmm but based on a highly successful cartoon series of our youth. Not quite the clue you were hoping for, Alex. Rogers is alive. Did you set out to make it more difficult? <laughs> so three mice from, or rodents, and it's a... a, a not mice. Don't not, think mice. They're not mice. No. And they're from our youth. My, the cartoon, cartoon, cartoon series youth. was. The cartoon series is from our... Youth. Is it a 3D computer animation or is it like 2D? Uh, the It was a standard 2D, the cartoon was. Now you're looking at CGI. Richard, do you feel that Oscar's given you quite a lot of extra work to do here? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I tell you what, the the main character of the film has two mates because there's three of them all together. And oh, I could give the name of the two mates. All right, yeah. Go on then. Simon and Theodore. Oh! 
Okay, I got it. Brilliant. Uh, yes, it's. Uh, <laughs> I wish I'd got it off my, all on my own. <laughs> oh no, now I'm angry. Yeah, so Alvin, Simon, Theodore. Yes. The Chipmunks! Let's yes. see if Oscar's going to the zoo. It's Alvin and the Chipmunks for Road Chip. Yes! <laughs> that is not. I would never have got Road Chip. That is, is that the third instalment? It's That's certainly yes. not the first. And awful. Uh, he's going to the zoo. He is. Little what a note to end on. Fantastic. Uh, Alex, as ever, brilliant to have you on the show. Loads of options on Sky Cinema this weekend or the weekend. Uh, and thank you for popping into chat. Alex Zane, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, guys. on listening to them in your own time then we can't really stop you okay let's get on with it then the home time podcast with bush and richie uh hello to uh, jenny in norfolk uh, who's texted 8 12 15 uh, on my way to get my students results really proud of them regardless wish us luck yes. uh, good luck to everyone whether it's uh, teaching staff or the kids themselves uh, obviously emma's been mentioning it uh, throughout the morning it's been hanging over me as a dad of a 16-year-old, but Caitlin has received hers, got everything she's wanted. Oh, good. Off to go and do her A-levels, which is... Oh, do you know what? I feel so emotional. It's it like is. You, well, it's you, a huge, like, a milestone, you isn't don't, it? You don't realise sometimes as a parent what, like, these 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 little things you're trying to carry for them, but, like, you know, yeah. protect them and make sure it doesn't feel like a big thing, but so chuffed, so proud. Also, as well, like, if it doesn't pan out how you wanted it to today, it's not the end of the world. Sometimes things happen for a reason and you you might look back. I mean, I, I got... They mismarked my GCSEs. Did they? So, so I didn't get one of the grades that I was desperately after and I thought that my world had ended. Ended up doing media studies that took me on the route towards doing this. You know, swings around about. And I've ended it today After by doing impressions. Show, yeah. But but this is the thing. Sometimes something that can look uh, like a, a setback is actually a huge positive. And the other irony is because they've changed the way they do the GCSEs. She's listed all these things to me that she's just got. I think I'm going to have to take a course to understand what she's just got. It looks like binary code, doesn't it's it? It's all numbers now. All the letters have gone. Look, they started off with the A star, which I wasn't keen on. Then, they, then the A hat. A, what? A hat. What's a hat? I think that's better than a star. I'm looking at our millennial here. I think, I, I, I don't know. I thought an A star was the best you could get. I'm believe... thinking that the A hat is an A with slightly tipping his hat. <laughs> a smug one. <laughs> there he is, it's Mr A hat. <laughs> he's very happy today. And he's got a monocle. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, Matt and Takeley says, Richie, I know exactly what you mean when you say about getting emotional about your kid getting their GCSE results. My daughter graduated last week. I was a mess watching her up on stage. I'm a six foot two grown man. I was sobbing as my four-year-old graduated nursery. Oh. Bless him. Uh, milestones and all that. Big Dave's been on. He says he's massively proud of his wife, Ray taking her maths GCSE to follow her dream of becoming a midwife, and she's passed today with a grade five. They should go back to the old A to G thing. <laughs> At least we know where we all stand, do you know what I mean? But well done. And that also takes us to, for the week, 173 Google Home Minis. Well, actually, make it 174. Oh, really? Uh, good morning, Bush and Richie. Think uh, the name of the podcast today should be Getting Sacked in the Morning, says Ben in Aldershop. <laughs> Add one extra to the list. What a way to finish. Brilliant way to finish. Brilliant way to finish.